Hello, I'm Nonso Nzelo. I'm a postdoc at Coming School of Medicine. The first time I saw the case Leishmania was in Africa, in Ghana. Initially, I was interested in studying malaria, but at the course of my master's uh, study, I changed to leishmaniasis. And that stems from the outbreak of leishmaniasis in Ghana, which kind of motivated my interest to pursue this career path in focusing on leishmaniasis instead of malaria. It's contracted through the bite of an infected female sandfly. It's very serious. It looks nasty. The biggest challenge that I confronted in researching the disease in Ghana was um, the lack of uh, technical support in terms of uh, equipments and uh, things that I need to lay hands on in order to be able to find an answer to what I'm looking for. Uh, during the period of my PhD study, I went to the U.S. to le- learn how to raise and fly from eggs to adult. It's quite uh, difficult because sandflies, unlike other insects, are labor intense in, in trying to raise them for laboratory study. But I was able to overcome the challenge because I had expertise around me and the facilities to be able to understand what is involved in laying them, um, laying them from the egg to adult stage. I met Dr. Neran Peters when I was doing that research at uh, United States. When I met Nunzo, I was working on Lushmania vaccines, and Nunzo came over to do a, um, a, a short sort of training uh, session with us in our sandfly insectary at the National Institutes of Health in Bethesda, Maryland. My first impression of Nunzo was that he was very uh, eager to get his hands uh, on uh, the flies and was very interested in in learning about the life cycle of the fly and how the flies were reared in the sandfly insectary. And he was also uh, very hard, a very hard worker and willing to put in the hours and the work to to take as much as he could out of this short this short stint at the uh, at the NIH. My first impression of Dr. Nathan Peters was a very assiduous scientist and uh, he's eager to train young scientists. So when I finished my PhD, I contacted Dr. Peters because I want to continue working on Leishmania, and uh, I found it interesting to work with him because of his antecedents in the field of Leishmaniasis. So when Nunzo applied for a position in my lab, I thought that this was going to be a... uh... A perfect, a perfect fit. So I had moved from the National Institutes of Health here to the University of Calgary, and we were building a, a sandfly insectary. And I needed someone who knew about sandflies, had experience raising sandflies, uh, knew about leishmaniasis, and Nunzo uh, checked all the all the boxes. And I had worked with him before 
Um, and, and during his time at the NIH, he had worked with some people that I knew very well, and they spoke very highly of him. So it really was a, a perfect fit. Now, it took a little bit of extra time to, to build the insectary. There's some containment uh, issues uh, that needed to be addressed in the design. So Nunzo had to wait a little bit, but thankfully he uh, was okay with that. And uh, in the end, uh, everything worked out and he was able to come over here to Canada to start his postdoctoral training. Since arriving here, I've been able to lay hands on the sunflies and uh, initially the sunflies we caught were not an optimal level in terms of the numbers. It's important to raise the numbers because of the experiments we need these flies for. So we don't want to jeopardize the colony by putting pressure on the flies. So we need to raise it to a certain number so that when we take some out of this colony for experiment, the colony will still be productive. But I've been able to raise it to some sort of level that very soon we'll start applying some of the things which we wanted it to use them for. Uh, my current research is trying to look at inference of vector microbiome and saliva on the vector transmitted diseases. So, if, so a vector transmitted disease, uh, in general, when we say that that term, what we mean is a disease that's transmitted by something like an insect bite, um, like a fly or a tick. So, something that people would be familiar with would, might be malaria, which is transmitted by the bite of a mosquito. So we study leishmaniasis. This is transmitted by the bite of a, a sandfly. The study is all about like when the sandfly bites, it injects, if it's infected sandfly, it injects the leishmania, the parasite, along with saliva. And this arbitrary injection of this parasite and saliva has molecules which has morphological and immunomoderately properties that helps them to mani manipulate the host immune system to their own favor. So my research is trying to find out how these saliva molecules and parasites that has been co-injected manipulate the host in its favor. In terms of finding if we can find molecules that we can use as a vaccine property against these parasites. Yeah, so some of the work that Nunzo is doing is we're trying to understand how the body responds to an insect bite. And the reason why this is important in the context of vector-transmitted diseases is because when you, when you think about it, usually when you're bit by these insects wherever you are in the world, the insect is not infected. Um, the infected bites are, is, is, you know, a rarity. So your body has been responding to insect bites over a period of time. Um, and when the body responds to an insect bite, you would think that you, the body does not want to, uh, create like an inflammatory environment. It, it wants to regulate that response because you're being bitten all the time. So the interesting thing is, is, well, how does that response to the, um, insect bite, which, which occurs before the response, probably, 
before the response to an infected insect bite, how does that modulate the response to the parasite when it is actually deposited in the context of this of this bite? So a lot of the work that Nunza was doing is is really laying some some groundwork, some baseline information about how the body in general systemically uh, responds to to insect bites and these salivary proteins over um, over time. And then the second stage of that research will be looking at the interplay between that immune response and the re- immune response to the parasite itself. Without the sandfly insectary, we wouldn't be able to study leishmaniasis in the context of sandfly transmission or vector transmission of the parasite. So we would be using uh, needle inoculation to study the disease. And one of the interesting things that I've been involved with in in my career or have interacted with people who have been involved with um, is that when the leishmania parasite is transmitted by a sandfly vector, the disease is very, very different than what happens when you needle inoculate the parasite. And if you think about the coevolution of the parasite and the vector and the host over time, this makes perfect sense. So the the sandfly is trying to achieve something. It's trying to get a blood meal out of your skin. And the parasite has adapted to the environment that the sandfly creates in the skin in order to get that blood meal. So normally if you puncture the skin, your blood would clot, these sorts of things. But what the sandfly does is it prevents that from happening because it's trying to suck up your blood and and get a blood meal. Well, the conditions in this small, very co-localized microenvironment in the skin when the sandfly uh, is feeding are very, very different and unique compared to what happens when you just stick a needle into the skin. So the sandfly has adapted to this and the sandfly, or sorry, the parasite has adapted to this environment that the sandfly creates. And so the disease is, is very different. And, you know, some of the work that, that uh, I did um, really demonstrated that when it comes to vaccination, there's a real practical or translational aspect to the importance of using the sandfly vector. And that is, we have vaccines that work very, very well against a needle challenge. But if we actually use the sandfly to challenge, um, the vaccines fail. And so you can see how important that would be in our efforts to develop a, a vaccine against this, this disease. I think Canadians should be proud of research we are doing here because our lab is the first lab to have this sandfly colony. And this sandfly colony will help us to be able to find some answers to the questions, to our research questions, and get towards finding vaccine for leishmaniasis, which will be a plus to Canadians also to our host institute, the University of Calgary. Find more research stories like this at innovation.ca slash stories and subscribe to the Canada Foundation for Innovation through your favorite podcast app.